reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. not okay John is coming put your hands together for John oh keep clapping a little louder John please come praise the Lord my name is John Manson from Shabbat Zoom Udashom my pastor is Pastor Peter. From last year, November to the December, Pastor Ekins is preaching about divine speed. And Bishop is preaching about promotion. So I took it personally. And I was praying about it. So December 28, and I got a call from Kempon Travel and Tour, one of my friends. said, Joe, Try to come to office, so a job opportunity is there. It's okay. So I went to office 1st January 2017. Immediately I went there, they saw me. The guy took me to director and then manager. The manager saw me and said, you are here for interview, but you want the job already, so there is no interview again. I said, okay, I thank God. So they said I should go home and come next week. The next week I went to office. They give me my machine and everything. So I start work. And that job I get, the salary is far, far better than the first one. It's like times three. So I want to thank God for that great opportunity that he has done for me. And I thank my bishop, Pastor Ekins, that if any word that to come from them, their mouth, they should take it serious. Because we don't have anybody that would direct you. So if the word comes and you take it personally and pray about it, everything will move well. So I thank God. So that great thing has done for me. Amen. Put your hands together and appreciate what God has done in the life of our brother John. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. As we invite our sister Judith to give us a song before the bishop takes the stage this morning. How many are excited that we have in our midst 
our Father this morning. Then celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. 
Are you excited to be in church today? Keep clapping. If you are excited, you are happy. If you feel blessed, keep clapping your hands. What a blessing. What a blessing. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in your house. Thank you for the blessing of experiencing your presence. We know that we will never be the same again after this encounter with you. Add to our lives. Take us forward, Lord, and bless us in every way as we sit at your feet today. We thank you. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Clap your hands and you may please be seated. What a joy to be in church today. What a blessing to fellowship with you. I thank God for the life of your pastor, Pastor Albert Akins and his wife, Lady Pastor Susan. It's a blessing to have shepherds over your life. It's a great blessing to have shepherds over your life. And I believe that this year, truly, God will use them to guide us along great paths. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm continuing to share with you on the general subject of greatness. Tell your neighbor you will be great this year. Well, well, well maybe you, you, you can ask your neighbor, are you aware that it's our year of greatness? Is the person aware? Or it's, it's, it's a surprise to the person? So tell the person that you will be great. You will be great. Amen. You will be great means that you will be comparatively large in numbers and size. Yet when you compare yourself to someone, this year, because of the great anointing on the year, you will be comparatively superior in numbers and superior in size. Amen. To be great this year means also generally that you will be large in numbers. It means you will be very good. Expect to be very good this year. Whatever you are doing, expect comments like, this is very good. This is very nice. This is very powerful. Expect such comments to come from the lips of people who are around you. To be great also means to be important. Expect to be important this year. It means to be highly significant. You know, many of us in the years past, I mean, you are not even noticed. People see you and they pass you by. But in our year of greatness, you will be significant. Amen. 
you will be very significant. You, you, will, be, you, will, be, you, you will stand out. I mean, it will be difficult for anyone to just simply not notice you. You will be noticeable. And it is important, you see, when God was blessing Abraham that he would be great, he meant that he would be noticeable. It means that it is part of God's will for your life to be noticeable. Not through bleaching your face or wearing colorful clothes, but the outcome of your life cannot be easily dis, uh, disregarded. You will be noticeable. It also means, to be great means to be chief or the principal or the main thing. Hey, may you be the main thing people talk about. May your achievements be the main and the principal and outstanding things that people see and comment on. What a blessing. To be great means to be of extraordinary powers. Wow. Very admirable. God will make you great this year. Yes. Anything in your background, anything in your life, anything about you, that makes people lose their admiration of you is being destroyed in this service this morning forever and ever in Jesus' name. People will admire you. Yes, they will admire you. They will clap for you. Your achievements will be worthy of a hand clap. They will clap for you. Now, today, I'm sharing on something very important. I've been teaching on the journey to greatness. And we are still on that journey. And, but today, we have come to a very important part of our journey. And I want to talk about On the journey, on the journey, I want to talk about habits of great men. Habits of great men. Habits of great men. Now, please turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 8 and verse number 28. The King James Version of Romans chapter 8 and verse number 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good. You can also replace, remember, 
that one of the definitions of great is very good or excellent. So you can conveniently remove the word good and plug in great if it makes grammatical sense. So it, it can read this way. And we know that all things work together for great to them. Does it make grammatical sense? All things work together for great. For good. For great. To them that love God. To them who are the call. According to his purpose. Now, this is a very, very important thing I want to talk about this morning. Very important. Now, if you will be great. Now, my intention is not to make everybody great. It's not my intention to make everybody great. Because not everybody will be great. Some people, no matter what you do to them, they still want to be little and small and insignificant. But I am ministering and sharing this with the seven people in this service who, even though they are not great now, have an appetite for greatness. I'm not, I'm not overworked and I'm not going to you know, crank up my engines to make somebody who doesn't want to end up well. God says, who can make straight that which the Lord has made crooked? But there are seven of you here who you may be in a very small life, small world, but you have a desire to be great. You will be great. Now, 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 you are the one I'm sharing this very simple message with. That if you will be great, you need to develop certain habits. Habits. Now, the summary of what I'm sharing with you today is in Romans 8 and verse 28. That for something to be good, for something to be great, things must work together. Things must work together. You know, as I, was, I have been sharing with you on the journey to greatness and giving you somewhat like milestones, one after the other, you may have the impression, and rightly so, that you meet a milestone what are some of the things I've shared with you, you you will need to do on your road to greatness? Number one is what? The anointing. The anointing. Number two is what? Obedience. If you want to be great, you must obey. Number three is what? Blessings. If you want to be great, you must desire blessings. Now, these things... How I have taught them may give you the impression that you do it one after the other. But that is not how you live your life on earth. Those who do not want to do well are those who do one thing at a time. 
But if you want to do well, if you want to be great, great people never do one thing at a time. You will never find a person who is great doing one thing at a time. Always great people do many things at the same time. That's what the verse says that for, for good, you see, for it to be good, things must work together in synchrony. Sorry for that big word. Things must work together at the same time. The, the other words I'm thinking about are also very big words. But please note it. Those of you ladies who are going to marry, those of you guys looking for a, a, a girl to marry, anybody here looking for a job, the shepherd here who wants to grow his church, the pastor who wants to build his church into a great church, if you want to do something that is great, you need to remember that for it to be great, things must work together. If you don't catch this revelation, you will be doing good things, but great things won't come out of your life. If a car is moving, that's the best example I can give. If you see a car moving, it means that many things are working together at the same time. The same time. It's not that, let's say, like the battery works at this time and it's not working later on and then the engine oil or the engine the, uh, will work in 10 minutes time and then, uh, what are some of the things? The carburetor, if there is one, or the fuel injectors will work uh, after 30 minutes and then what else? Uh, the what? The, 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 the timing belt will work then, uh, after 5 minutes. And then the wheels will work after uh, 60 minutes. And in an hour's time, that's when the fuel injectors, uh, or the, the, the fuel pump, sorry. the fuel. No, no. A car will never move. When you start the car for it to move, many things must work at the same time. At the same time. The timing belt cannot say that, you know, okay, you, you move. I'll start working in five minutes' time. There's going to be a very big problem. Now, when you have a mind to be great, because see, there are some of us here who may be disappointed because you are doing things well, but things are not working. I'm sure many of us in our lives have asked ourselves, I'm studying, why am I failing? I cook very well, why is my marriage not working? I preach very well, why is my church not growing? I paid my children's school fees. I went to visit them in school. Why is my daughter on drugs? Why is my daughter on drugs? Why? I paid her school fees. Now, whenever you find yourself asking such questions and sometimes even harping on some good things you've done, 
remember that it is likely that other essentials were not added at the time you were doing the good things. So you realize that you may be a good cook and your marriage will be swollen because we don't use only food for marriage. Marriage. A good husband needs a very, very, very good food to eat. I mean, he wants to be happy in his house. He must come home to some delicacies. Yes, but, but it is one out of a thousand things. Even how you are serving the nice food. Yeah, you can, you can shove it in his face or leave it there instead that you should go and take it from the kitchen. And it, it's the best meal in town. But even how you served it. Uh-huh. So, so the point I am making, and, and I don't want to belabor the point, I expect that you will understand it. You see, the Bible says in Isaiah 11, that he shall be of quick understanding. If you are anointed, you understand things very fast. Very, very fast. You know? And I'm giving you a very important wisdom key because some of you are going to ask yourselves that question. The, the why question. Why? Why is it not working? Why is it not growing? Why? What did I do wrong? And I'm sure you, you will say, I did this for him. I did this for her. I did this. I did that. I don't understand. Why? Why, why are you doing that? Because what you don't know is that if ten things must work together for a car to move, and you make nine things work together, it will move. Nine over ten. It will never move until it is ten over ten. Yeah, that is why those of us who view life as something very simple end up crashing. So, so today, for just a few minutes, I, I, I'm going to be. I, I, I'm preaching on habits of great men. And today I'm selecting Isaac as a great man because he was very great. I mean, somebody who can be so great that his enemies will envy him. His enemies. No, think about it. Most of us, our enemies have got enough information on, about us to, 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 to ridicule us. To mock us. But Isaac... His enemies, God says the Philistines envied him. Envied him. You see? So, so it, is, it, 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 is, it is very, very important. You see, like, even our uh, people who do the projection, you, you may not know. Those who project the, 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 um, the scriptures on the, on the, you may not know. Even the, the laptop they use, was bought by them. There's a gentleman among them. He personally, because our laptop was getting spoiled, and I said, I, I, I don't have money. They bought it themselves. I think, if, I think if, if, my, if my memory serves me right, they have even contributed to buying the, the, uh, the projector, one of them, I think so, or the bulbs. They work very hard. They come and connect the things. You see, but they still manage to produce bogus work. Even though they bought a laptop. Because you see, to, to, to do something impressive, like projecting scriptures and helping the pastor to preach impressively, it's not just about buying laptop. So I'm sure the person will say, hey, why? This man is ungrateful. We've bought a laptop 
we have bought projector. Uh, uh, what's the name of that thing called? Uh, yes, projector. We've bought bulbs. We have come. We have come to do connections and so on. And he's saying that we, what we are doing is bogus. Hey, what is that? Why this man is a stupid pastor? What nonsense is this? Oh, why? I'm going home. I'm leaving the church. What, what do you mean by saying that what we are doing is bogus? When was the last time you gave, you, you gave us money? To buy a laptop. We don't have money. We have contributed. We have bought a laptop. We are doing all this. And you are an ungrateful pastor. Yeah. You, see that? you are dealing with a, a mind which is very low. Yeah. Because you see, to be able to help the preaching, you should also be very, very good at finding scriptures. Which means, in addition to buying the bulb and buying the laptop and buying the nina, uh, what's the name of that thing called? The project and so on. You should also learn, learn scriptures and be very fast. Very fast. I will travel with you. Or even tonight, tonight, tonight. There's a service at, 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 at First Love Center. This evening. Revival at 7. There's a service there called Revival at 7. Let's go. All the people who project, let's go. You will see that you, you'll be amazed at the speed with which people help the pastor to preach. I tell you, you will not believe it. Literally, I'm telling you, you will not believe it. That I mean, the, the speed with which scriptures are put on the on the on the on the on the, on the, uh, on the you will not believe it. You have not seen some before. You, I'm telling you, I, if I am telling you this. If you believe in God, believe also in me. So you see that you have bought a laptop, you have bought projector, and the person you are serving is still unhappy with you. Why? Because things must work together. People have come, instrumentalists have come, come to do rehearsals. The singer has dressed very well, a nice shirt, nice skirt. Lovely, I mean, the hairstyle, even the way she has turned the, the hair and tied it to the side. It's very romantic. Beautifully dressed. Properly, no, I'm not joking. There are people who stand on the stage with very bogus uh, presentations. But this is one of the best, pre- I mean, the skirt is correct. The shirt, uh, she's put, whatever it is, I don't know what that is. Uh, she's a lodge member or what. But she looks very nice. No, I'm, I'm telling you, is it Judith? Yeah, take a picture of yourself. You look impeccably sweet. I'm telling you, uh, you know me. If you are, if you are not, uh, if you don't dress well, I'll tell you. But the grace of God, I mean, it's not a problem for me. But 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 singing well includes dressing well and appearing well. But that is not all. You can't come and use the service we are having as a rehearsal. <laughs> the rehearsal should, not, should have been done before and not once and not twice. So when you come and you use the church service where you must perform and you use it for a rehearsal, you cannot be great. We cannot clap for you. Even though you've dressed well, you've tied your hair to the left side, your skirt is long and nice, your shirt is beautiful, you are wearing a large collar, whatever it is, singing also involves more than dressing nicely. All things. Say all things. Yes. Some of you are going to remember me. Some of you will remember me. You are going to ask that question, why? And, and tout 
big things you've done. I've done this, 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 and still it's not working. And, and, and that's why you must remember that many years ago, on a certain Sunday, that pastor who preaches by heart, who talks anyhow, for once in his lifetime, he made sense. Normally, his preaching is not sensible. But once that Sunday, what he said was that <laughs> if, if it is 10 things that are needed for something to work well, better find, he said, who goeth to a war without sitting down first to count the cost? That is, how many things are required for this thing to work? Counting, counting the cost. One, two, three. It costs one. It costs two. It costs three. It costs four. It costs five, six, seven. Counting. Yeah. So if it is ten and you could count only eight, it means you're not prepared. And many of us sitting here have such questions in life. Why this? I've done this, but why? Why, why was this not done? Why did it not work? Why? 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 Why is my marriage like that? Why is my child? Why is my husband? Why is my wife? Why is this? Why is the pastor saying this? Why? Why? Because things work together. And you've got to count the cost, baby. I've, I've, I've just used a verse. That who go to a war at any time without sitting down first to count the cost. If, if you go with me tonight and Bishop was praying, the scripture would have been on three seconds after even a suggestion of the verse. Hmm. But you've got somebody who is working with eight out of ten. He doesn't have nine. He doesn't have number nine. He doesn't have number ten. All he has are eight. And you see that the thing is not working. <laughs> Say amen. The service can end now. I'm sure you've been blessed already. Oh, yes. Honestly. No, truly. To save time and allow the other service to also come in quickly. We can end the service now. You can go home with this. You can put all your money in the bank on this point I've made. Yes. That, the, that, that question, why, that we ask in life, when especially you, are, you can see a lot of good things you've done, they that question emanates from the absence of one or two things. Sometimes it's just one. One thing. <laughs> one, just one. Why? I've done this, I've done that. <laughs> so, so maybe, I, I honestly, genuinely and honestly as your pastor, I feel like ending the message because really, I have not preached the message I was going to preach. But I feel that we should end it. So you go home with this message deeply etched, etched in your soul. If you are a pastor, ask yourself, what are the things I need to build a 20-member church? If I want to build a 200-member church, what are the things? Because Micah 6.8 says, he has shown thee, O man, what is good? You should know that what it takes to build 20 is very different from what it takes to build 2,000. You are going to go to school. You will study very well and not pass your exams. And you wonder why? There's an answer. That it's not just studying very well, but how to study. And with what do you study are all very important. 
Hey, Pastor, what do you think? I, I personally, I, I don't think I'm not, I don't need to impress anybody any here. We, we, we've shared the word of God. We've read the scripture. I've explained it, and I've taught you a very important principle in life. But it's not that I don't have no minus here. But I, I, I need you to understand. Because some of us here will not do well in life and blame somebody. Yeah, you will have a wedding three years from now, next year, two years, and enter into a disastrous marriage and blame your wife and blame your husband or blame your landlord that the rooms are too small. Yeah. <laughs> that was just on the lighter side. But I ain't joking, baby. I ain't joking. I ain't joking at all. Glory to God. Yeah. Why are these seats here empty? There's a reason. There's a reason. There's a, if you go into it, you realize that the person who did the arrangement didn't think deeply. <laughs> some people have gone out to do some work, but should that be the reason why we should have empty chairs? Could, could someone not have thought a little extra? See, the, <laughs> if I go on, you wouldn't be happy with what I will say. You will not be happy with what I will say. <laughs> I want you too. This may be the shortest message. I'm telling you, mommy, you may not believe it. Let me show you my notes. And you know me, I like preaching. Yeah, but I don't feel like talking. Look, it's here. Look at it. Even Isaac. Can you see Isaac? The points. Number one, Isaac. Can you see it? Number two. Number three, Isaac. Oh, the scriptures are there. Everything is here. Look at the top. No, no. I'm, I'm not joking. Look at it. Habits of great men. Can you see it? Yeah. I've got Romans, the verse I read. And I've stopped. And I've also said Isaac. But I've not read any, all these scriptures. I've not read them. All the points. All the many, many points. I've not read any of them. Can you see them? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, when a pastor doesn't have notes, then he will use some ketchup to say, Charlie, the, the, the Holy Spirit is speaking that we should pray. Let's rise up and pray. Or, uh, add, uh, what do you call Abigail, rise up and sing a song. I feel a presence. I doesn't have notes. But I've shown you my notes. Yeah. And I mean it. I don't feel like going on. I don't feel like going on. Those of you who have been privileged to be in church, a member of this church, and still things are not working in your life, ask yourself, what are the things I should introduce into my Christian life for it to be great? Because to come to church on a Sunday morning is not a small thing. On Sunday morning, most people are tired. Now people go to work on Saturdays, go for funerals. We, we, are, we, we are busy. It's almost like a working day. Sunday morning is the time to rest. To get up early and come, even though, if you look at it in another way also, it's just like you want to hurry up and finish with God and really do what is important. But I am taking it that you, you, you got up early to come. To, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. And still, why, is, why, why don't you feel close to God? 
Why do I mean you've come to, some of you have not even been a part of the fast we've had. And you're asking yourself, there's a blessing in the church, in Lighthouse. I can see Emilia is being blessed. Nanayao is being blessed. Kwame is being blessed. Why am I not being blessed? I'm, I'm a church member. I pay tithes. I give offerings. But you may not know that when we are fasting and you are not getting involved, or you have a habit of not attending weekday services, you see that something is, is, is like a screw is out. And you cannot move. I will say to you that perhaps apart from this verse I have read the other verse is what Jesus Christ said that if you are going to go to war and life is war yes it's war to raise up a child is war to build a school is war to build a church is war to be a bustle shepherd is war to be a husband is war. To be a, a, a wife is war. To be a grandmother is war. To be a church mother is war. Everything is war. Which of you intending to build a tower? Everything is war. We are building. Go to the next verse. 27, uh, 29. 30. Yes. He began to build. 31. Yeah, or what king going to make war against another king? Sit that not down first. If you want, as I was talking about war and war and war, he shouldn't have been staying at tower, but he should have found realized that there's a, there's, but he, he may not even know that there is something more than building a tower. Yeah, it may not be nice, but I'm 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 helping you. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. So when you see that somebody is great, somebody has passed his exams, so that, oh, that man going is an engineer. Respect him because to be an engineer, to drive that car, many things have worked together, especially if he's an engineer with a successful marriage, he has raised his children well, or she, she's, a, she's a lawyer, her husband loves her, her children are doing well, and she has built a house, and she's also serving God. Respect her! That's why most of you sitting here, if you're not careful, will not amount to much because even the intelligence to know that, that it's, a, it's, a, it's a count. Count. It's a seated not down first and consulted whether he be able with 10,000. You see, the man, you see, let me read it well. What king going to make war against another king? Seated not down first. And consulted whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. So, what you have, see some of you, you've not even counted what you have. But if you count, you realize that what you have is 10,000. And the one you are going to fight has got 20,000. You see, so, so you must ask yourself that do I have enough? You may not see counting the cost. Counting the cost is in verse 28. Go back to 28. Which or which man building a tower um, sit not first, down first and counted the cost. You see, you may not see the same in verse 31, but you see that he's, he has to count. I've got 10,000 soldiers. The army I'm going to fight has got 20,000. That's how most people become failures in life. They don't reckon what it takes to meet the enemy, the marriage enemy. 
the business enemy, the pastor enemy. Yeah, it's an enemy. Once you must conquer the chairs that are behind here are enemies. Enemies to come to conquer. So most people don't sit down to count. What does it take? So see, the white man will build a rocket going to space, to Mars or to the moon. And in the, after five seconds, the, the rocket explodes. Do you know what it takes to build a rocket? Billions of dollars. But sometimes just one ceramic tile, that's just cracked. One tile. Because it, you, you must work with heat and heat transfer and all that. So just a little crack in a tile. Some of us, there, there are about a thousand cracks in our tiles. Yeah. Today, maybe next week, if God allows me, that me, I, I, am, I am spiritual. I don't just, I may appear to you to be talking by heart, but I don't, I don't talk by heart. Yeah. I listen and I speak. I'll put my message down. This is the message. Those of you doubt also, I can email it to you. Count. What does it take to come out of sleeping in a car, a sport car, at the workshop? What does it take? Have you counted what it takes? Do you know what it takes? <laughs> he said, and, and, and consulted. The word consulted means he must have been dialoguing and asking questions. Because you may not know, but you are consulting. Emma, what does it take to marry? I mean, if you want to marry, go and ask your lady pastor. Consult. And when you consult, she will give you ten things. And you realize that you have got only two. Breast and buttocks. There's no sense in you. You can't cook. You don't, you, you, you don't bat in the night. Bizarre. You want to have the marriage he's having. I'm preaching you. You may not understand. Even though I have failed you today. I know I have failed you. But don't worry at all. Sometimes we fail. Sometimes we fail. Some of you sitting here will remember me next week. Why? What? How? How? No! How? No, it's not possible. How? Come. I'll explain to you. Why that problem is happening there in your office? I was going to talk about seats. I've got I was going to teach you about seats and fruits as part of Isaac's habits. That he respected seats. And I was going to teach you seven things you must know about seats and fruits. Yeah. You realize that some, so, so a, a certain quarrel you quarreled with your mother seven years ago. She's dead. But she said something which is now echoing in the air against you. I would have taught you that. Because Genesis 8.22, while the earth remains, seed, time, and harvest. So time separates seed and harvest. And because of that time problem, many don't remember the seeds they sowed when the harvest comes. Why this, the service is quiet. Is that quiet? Let, let's be happy. Don't, don't be sad. If you really be sad, go home and 
sit down and take a pen. Take a pen. That, that's the assignment I'll give you. Every good school, they give assignments. Is this type of Kotobabi uh, one middle that they don't give us proper, proper school, they give assignments. I'm, I'm saying that when you go and sit down by your bedside and take a pen and paper and write down, what does it take to have a beloved? What does it take to have a husband? What does it take to build the church? And in case you don't have a lot of answers to the question, consult. Let somebody who is now removing his armor tell you what it takes to build a church of 2,000 members. Kaya. We know that all things work together. Me, you may think I came here because you know, I didn't prepare well. I couldn't pray at dawn. I, can't, I don't know how to preach. I don't even preach well. I, I'm confused today. Take, give me all the, all that I drank yesterday and I'm not having a hangover. This, anything. Oh, my wife beat me at dawn. Just say anything you want to say. But I'm telling you that. Better find out what it takes for you to live the life you want to live. Because most people don't sit down to count. They don't sit down to count what it takes to be a singer. <laughs> what it takes to be a pastor. What it takes to be a, to, to be a shepherd. What it takes to play the keyboard. What it takes to be great. What it takes to do well. And you should see them. Always. They have. That, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a recurring song. Always. They would, they would say, I did this. I have this. I went here. I read this. I studied this. I did this. I did this. But what they don't know is that things must work concomitantly. Concomitantly. In synchrony with synergism. Stand to your feet and let's close. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I mean, that's not how this church is. So, this, this is not the type of church. Some, I, I wasn't prepared. My wife beat me today. That's why I couldn't preach well. But it's not, normally we preach very well. Normally, I mean, if you have been here before, you know, the messages are very nice. Sorry about today and how the service went. But come again next week. Maybe your pastor will be preaching. He normally gives good sermons. Pray that I'm not around. I have to travel somewhere. Yeah. Please lift up your two hands and pray to God if you can. Shabale kosa, kerimose, karandisa boleba, shemike tolaba sambeli katembra solaba, shenkrebe shenkrebe shenkrebege, zumian dalamo sandelebedosa, lembriba sankan dolobo zimini mama zonkalabaya, shembribe suman delemanda wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. That was King Solomon, the wisest. He said, Lord, teach us, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Shebrima Kasala. Pray, you can also ask the Lord, Lord, teach me to number my days. To number my days means that to give every day of my life a number. And once you ap apply a number to something, it means it is unique. Help me to see the uniqueness of the season. That it's not like tomorrow. That today is not like yesterday. Teach me to know that yesterday is not like last week. Teach me to number my days. Counting the cost. Beruma, Beruma, Braga, Azu, Nese, Pani, Kora, Dabra, Sheka, 
bondé, stami, brasi, soba, sheka, lembreka, sumande, le subale, taba, ankadusi, miyandeke, labadasi, binkole. Maybe you are even here, you don't even pray in tongues. Meanwhile, you are in church, you pay tight, you read your Bible, you, you have your quiet time, you sing worship songs. Maybe not being able to pray in tongues may be the one thing out of ten that you are lacking. Jesus said, this one thing you lack. This is one you have. This, this, but you lack this. Shemika, Lembere Baso. Teach me. Shaba, Daba, Samideko, Lendelebosa. Premesente. Show me the Kisibalobaya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What a blessing. Make us great. Teach us to have this wisdom that things work together. Thank you. Sheminoka, Sheminoka, Kasama Kode, Kaka, Even now, some of you are having answers. Answers. I can sense in the spirit that some of you are having answers to questions you've been asking. Why this? Why this? Why this? But in case you don't have answers, consult. Consult. Somebody will tell you that you went to war with 10,000 soldiers, but you should have gone with 25,000. Kabadisa, Abadose, Kenumala, Ambrege, Zemundi, Kilebo, Lemasta, Brancasinde, Shomilada, Kambalide, Prene, Pende, Senkelebe, Dosi, Shimian, Deke, Sumikan, Teribaka. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We are grateful. We thank you. We are grateful. We are grateful. We bless you. We are grateful. We bless you. We are grateful. Thank you. Every eye closed. Please close your eyes and bow your head. If you are here today and you are not born again, I want to pray with you. It's, it's part of the things that must work together. You must know Jesus. And that one is also a totally different subject. How to walk with Jesus. Yes. As every eye is closed, you know you're not born again. Don't say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, I see your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Lift, yes, good. Very good. Lift it well. Above your head. Yes. God bless you. You are, you, are, you are reducing your deficits. Surely, this is one of the things you need in your life to be great. To know Jesus. What are you talking about? That God acts straight to the same. That God sent Jesus into your life to bless you. There's a blessing that comes into your life when you know Jesus. Lift your hands. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, come to the front. Come, come, come. Let me pray with you. Come, come, yes. Come, just come. No, let us come. Come. No, no, turn. Yeah. God bless you. Wonderful. Come. Lift up your hands, those of you who have come in front, and the congregation can join us. Your two hands, and you say these words after me. Let them be a prayer coming from your own heart. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. This morning, 
I believe that you are the one thing that I need to make my life complete. I receive you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior and the master over my life. Wash me with your precious blood and forgive me of all my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Satan, listen to me. Today, I part company with you. My new master is Jesus. And I confess that I will serve him all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hands together for them. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.